Welcome to Transmissions Altmost, where we talk on news, comics, and media related to the Transformers. On this episode, Skybound teases the starting lineup of the Autobots in their new Transformers comic, Earthspark is getting a new video game, and Rise of the Beast is getting a fancy steelbook release coming soon. Today is Friday, June 30th, and this is episode 344 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that's going to be canceling itself for a tax write-off. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Better people than you have tried to cancel me, Charles, and they all have failed. Let's talk Transformers. Cut his mic. (laughs) (laughs) As always... (laughs) I cut his mic. As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. We really appreciate the, the support. Thank you so much for continuing to help us out. Of course, uh, if you become a Donatrion, you get some perks. You get access to our live shows. So we record the show live every Sunday. You can watch that. We've we're doing some live streams now. We've just done one recently. Um, equals you... one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Although if you're a Donatrion, you can see live streams every week as we record the show and might hear us redo the intro four or five times before we get it right. <laughs> this week has been terrible. And yeah, and you get uh, also, we've got bonus content, we've got merch, lots of good stuff. Speaking of bonus content, if you are a Donatron, you will get access to our We Like Big Bots bonus show, and that's uh, available on our Patreon page featuring Daryl and Dr. Pants. More episodes coming very soon, as soon as we can get Dr. Pants in to do some stuff with Daryl. Uh, that's uh, Dr. Pants is getting back in the rotation as well. Uh, you may have already seen him in a couple episodes, so looking forward to that. Uh, you can also get access to our Donatron exclusive early bonus version of our Transformers live play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. So this week on our Patreon page, you have access to Empire of Rust episode 104. Mr. Starscream will see you now. And this is the early version. The Regular version of this is coming out next Monday, and that's at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust, which you've got this early version right now, so you can get to it on our Patreon page. So all that good stuff, uh, if you become a Donatron, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. That's where you can sign up. Also, last week, we had our special live stream, our Rise of the Beast spoiler reaction live stream. Featured us. We already did our review in alt mode last week, but we got our B-plus team on to talk about the movie as well. We had Dr. Pants, Apollo, and Mike. We got our Masterpiece Donatrons to join us. John Forks, Levengood, and Demon Tech 82 These, Those guys are great. Awesome. Thank you guys for joining us in the live stream. We also had some guests. We had Mike Seibert. We had Ant from TFU.info. 
uh, we had call-in guests. We had people just watching the stream, got a chance to call in. So we had Dan the Man and Goji Prime show up. We so... ended the show with DJ Ronan. Oh, yes, DJ Ronan as well. Yes, <laughs> can't forget DJ Ronan. He's here, he's here every week. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> DJ Ronan knows we love him. He knows I love him. DJ Ronan, you're awesome. <laughs> You're all, sometimes you're the, you're the only ones who's watching this stream, so we, we we can't ever forget about you. Even though I did last episode, yeah, but it, it was a fun stream. I really wanted. I, to it was a blast. I think I think it was a blast. Yeah, I just I, I love that we had people connect in, and there was no technical issues. <laughs> Thank you, Streamyard. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, Streamyard is really uh, it's earning its keep. It's, it's worth the worth the subscription price. So good job, Streamyard. Do you guys get the ads for Streamyard on Facebook or on on uh, YouTube? I don't get ads on YouTube. Oh, you're you got you got YouTube Premium money. I I see. <laughs> I have not seen Streamyard ads on YouTube. And I am still watching ads, unfortunately. Okay, uh, I I see them all the time. Uh, something from uh, a Dana from Streamyard. Uh, so yeah, that's a. Uh, so it's uh, yeah, I get a lot of ads. So it must be either I'm talking about it at home or because I, I get them all the time. Hmm. Anyway, just thought I'd mention that Streamyard, we like it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, so that live stream was fun. It was a, about uh, a little bit less than three hours. So we we talked all about Rise of the Beast and and our thoughts for where the movie franchise could go forward from here for Transformers movies. So uh, we're hopefully, hopefully this is the start of some good things for Transformers movies. Uh, you can check out the whole stream on our YouTube channel. You can watch the whole thing uh, and uh, enjoy it, even though you don't get to see it live and hopefully we'll be doing more of these. So check it out. We'll have a link in the show notes. And uh, lastly, before we get into all the alt mode news, we do want to remind you about our 50% off code at Toy Hacks. This is the last day to use this code for toyhacks.com. This is our June code, rewind. Uh, use that code, rewind, at toyhacks.com today to get 50% off your order. We will have a new code for the month of July. Uh, we will announce that in the first episode of July next week. So, uh, don't worry about that. It'll be there soon. But uh, for right we now, also put it in Discord if you want to join our Discord and get it, you know, earlier. If you, ha if you have an order that you you actually have to make and you want to save that money, good incentive. <laughs> so yeah, check out uh, our Discord if you want that up to date information. But yeah, right now, uh, last day to use Rewind. Enjoy. We'll have a new code next week. Okay, that's uh, all our updates, so let's jump into some comics news. So, uh, first up, uh, Skybound has been teasing all last week the Autobots in the new series, and we had they were releasing, they were showing a, a picture and revealing them one by one. Then they had the final image that showed the five main Autobots that are going to be at least for the first issue, the first introduction 
of the new rebooted Transformers Energon universe. Not Transformers Energon, it's the Energon universe. Uh, and you can see these are all, these characters are all sporting their pretty G1-ish designs. This is by art by Daryl Warren Johnson, who is Ooh. the artist, <laughs> Daryl Warren Johnson, the artist and writer on the new Transformers comic, coming October 3rd. He said it again. It's Daniel. Oh. He's, he said Daryl twice. Oh. I appreciate it, but it's uh, it's it's not Daryl. Sorry. It's Daniel. Daniel. Daniel Warren Johnson. Daniel Warren Johnson. <laughs> the artist and writer on Transformers. It's coming October 3rd. It's going to be featuring Optimus Prime, Wheeljack, RC, Ratchet, and Cliffjumper. That is your initial team of Autobots. They also said the Decepticons were coming soon. I think by the time this episode goes up, the Decepticons will already be announced on Twitter. They said they would be showing the Decepticon lineup next week, which for you guys is this week, which for us has not happened yet. So, Ooh, can we speculate? <laughs> sure. Megatron. Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> Megatron, Starscream, Soundwave. Anybody else? Uh, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with a uh, a, a, a ying to the yang of Cliffjumper here. Just uh, I'm gonna go with a, um, a, a, I'm gonna go with Rumble, another small bot. I'm gonna go with okay. one cassette bot that will also match Soundwave. Yeah, Rumble will stand in for all the other cassettes. That's right. Uh, <laughs> we yeah. might actually get two. We might get Laserbeak as well. So, so you have. Let's see, if Wheeljack and Shockwave would kind of be the scientist equivalent, you have, um, I don't know, I guess Starscream and Ratchet would. So who who would be the RC equivalent? Yeah. I mean, Starscream this... is the RC equivalent. <laughs> okay, then who would be the Ratchet equivalent? <laughs> The the Autobot team is is very tech heavy. These are not these are not your primary warriors on the Autobot That's true. side. Yeah. I imagine we're gonna have a bigger cast than this. Oh yeah, know, overall. But um, so the last one, I think, uh, hmm, oh, it's a good one. It's such a small Decepticon cast. I want to go with, uh, damn it, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna, just because it's a fun name, Blitzwing. Mm -hmm. Just a, a a tough beat down grinder that you know <laughs> he's got no real use other than being a tank and and a and a jet. <laughs> <laughs> he's got no real use other than transforming into his other two modes. That's right. <laughs> He's just a, 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 he's just a big bully. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, th this is all, this is all pointless. Cause you already all know who the Decepticons <laughs> are when you're watching this. Reminder, but, uh, we record on Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> this was fun though. I like, I yeah. like speculating. I like just for the shit shits and giggles of it all. I just yep. like uh, seeing what's what. All right. Well, yeah, the 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 hype is building. Uh, so next, we did have a, uh, and unfortunately, didn't get a chance to see this live. But apparently, Daniel Daniel Warren Johnson, 
does a weekly live stream every Friday. And it, it's got a name. It's called Friday with D-Dubs. And this was episode 102 of this live stream he does. So he, he's he got his own podcast. I don't know if we can get him on our podcast. He's got his own on YouTube. This is a YouTube year. show. It's not a podcast. Okay. There's no RSS feed on YouTube. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. You're splitting hairs. But it's, I am. it's... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so um, so I did check this out. We we watched this uh, after the fact, so I'll definitely be tuning in next week to see if he's still going to be talking about Transformers and other stuff. But uh, he did go go a fair get to have a fair bit of discussion about uh, the Transformers that he's working on. He's very excited. He is a longtime Transformers fan. Uh, he talked a little bit about how he's he's going back to G one in terms of design and. Start the narrative is going to be starting off from a very familiar G1 place, but then going in, in new directions after that. Um, I think he he's coming from the space of more of the like, I think at least I got the impression that it's it's more of like trying to to take Transformers to the wider comic audience that is has not really paid attention to Transformers in a long time. And so he's trying to say, well, everyone kind of remembers G one, so let's let's hook them in with that, and then and then go from there. So very much the I guess back to basics is what it's been characterized as. Um, he did talk a little bit about like he 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 was not he is not too familiar with the IDW comics. He's only read uh, All Hail Megatron, but he was asking for recommendations as to other IDW comics to read. I hope he does take those recommendations and, and, of darkness. and get no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Let's hope someone, you know, pushes the Wrecker saga on them and yeah, you know, more no, than meets the eye. Definitely. All those were I, watching the comments and the live stream. All those were thrown out there. So last stand of the wreckers, more than meets the eye chaos theory. Be- definitely the Nick Roche and James Roberts, uh, combo is uh um is a good place to start um i i mean i i, I do I, I i this was kind of also repeated on twitter so i think it, some of the context was lost because people were saying oh he's because he, he did mention dreamwave uh the on twitter it's reported that he said dreamwave was a good old days i don't i don't think he actually said that in the stream he said like no. back in the day well so he um he was at heroes con and he one of his pickups he was talking about was he's like, I bought some Transformers comics and they were yeah. Dreamwave era Transformer comics. And he went over to the artist, I think he said Jai Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then he made a Pat Lee joke. Um, but yeah, I, I think he was just reminiscing about comics that he had gotten years ago and enjoyed them. And yeah, he picked them up again. But yeah, it, I just, I really hope he does get into some of the IDW stuff that was really good. And just to see, because the, my worry is that the storytelling is going to regress some from some of the really interesting ideas and concepts that we got in the last, um, last era. I mean, even some of the Ruckley stuff, the ideas were interesting it was everything around it, like the pacing and stuff, that was the problem. Yeah. So 
I'm just I'm hoping we don't regress back to a 2000 what was it 2004 era writing I mean the the art I think is gonna be fine but the writing is what my worry is mm-hmm. yeah I mean I, I we don't have really anything to judge it on at this point but uh yeah I mean I think at least and he mentioned this in the stream that that licensed comics is is usually a fight for like what the creative people want to do and then what the license holder wants from the comics so there there is definitely a lot of back and forth with Hasbro um i mean i at least i know i i know robert kirkman isn't doing like all the like he's not doing all the heavy lifting in all these comics but i i think about like if i think about his work in the past, like I, I read the Invincible series, you know, a couple of years ago, I went through that whole omnibus and looked at all those issues. And that was kind of a, you know, Robert Kirkman's take on the superhero universe, like building his own universe from the ground up. And I thought he did some really interesting things there. And I think if he takes, if, if those sensibilities are like taking an established idea, like Transformers, as you know, as your starting point, but then building it out into a, an, an interesting universe and going in different directions. I mean, that that's what we got with IDW, and I think they can do something interesting here. Um, it is, a, it does concern me a little bit that he has like no familiarity with the IDW comics at all. But I do hope he does look into those and and see theirs. I also, I mean, it's kind of a double edged sword because I don't want him to be like aping or copying whatever idw did go in your own direction but i i do think you know you should at least have some familiarity with those uh with those comics there there's been lots of concepts that have kind of been added into the greater canon that things like cyberverse has adopted you know so mm-hmm. it's it's more now transformers lore rather than yeah. just something that the comics did right and i would just hate for some of those concepts to be overwritten by different different things um but one thing i wanted to say the image that's on screen right now he said was the cover for image or for issue one mm-hmm. um and i think it's a pretty nice looking cool. um optimus prime he said that he used the the head of mp44 as a reference because he prefers the battle damage head more so he had this regular head just you know not on his figure. So I thought yep. that was cool. And also um, he's talked huge about how much he likes the third party figures. So we'll see how Hasbro <laughs> you know, appreciates that. Yeah. I mean, he showed a, he showed us a, a magic square figure on the stream. He's like, yeah, this is, this is like, this is my, one of my favorite ones. And, it, and I use, I use that for references too. So what hey, was it? Yeah, it was, it was, it was the... magic. It was a, uh, was light of hope. Is that what? Yeah. Oh, the the Optimus. Yeah, yeah the Optimus yeah. figure. Cool. He, was, he was talking about how challenging Optimus is to draw yeah. when you actually get down mm-hmm. to think about it. One and, of the things that I saw in the... I mean, I'll let you guys continue. I know you guys are really into this. But I want to... We actually just... listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> I read the summary that... The um that you he, read the, he the Cliff's Notes or what? what is it I in did. Canada? It's not Cliff's Notes. What is it? Yeah, it is... Uh, uh, Oh my God! What is it? Um, I only had one of those things. Um, DJ Ronan's going to write in in a second and, and fix it up <laughs> for me, but I can't remember what it is. I only bought one of them. Um, 
Oh, now you fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how it feels. <laughs> um, the uh, is that uh, Hasbro's been on them for uh, drawing the Autobot symbol uh, correctly. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and I'm like, yes, okay, get it right, and then keep yeah. drawing it. Don't don't get lazy and go to the stamp. Please don't yeah. go to the stamp. So yeah. he said that you know they keep giving him notes, and it's a work in progress. So you know that's great. Cole's notes. PJ Ronan says it's Cole's notes. Oh, okay. I thought it was something funnier than that, but it's not. It's, <laughs> it's, it's equally lame. And it, I, just going back to the third party was funny because in the chat, as he was showing them on the stream, in the chat, someone's like, Hasbro's coming after you for showing those third party figures. And he's like, oh, yeah. I mean, Hasbro really hasn't said anything, but uh, yeah, I hope they don't they don't care if I'm looking at their, if I'm buying third party figures. So. You can buy whatever you want. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I was going to say in that uh, is is he's a he's a he's a decent you know a bi- pretty mainline you know mainstream artist and you know he's a pretty big name. Um, I mean, I've got some books from uh, Marvel. I don't have as many books of D- from DC, but I have a, 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 a probably two dozen Marvel books that have his cover art on them. You know, he's done, he's done a lot of work for a a, a while now and, and for, you know, a lot of different companies. So he's, he's pretty, you know, renowned and to have him working on transformers is pretty cool. Now, what that being said is how long, I mean, we, like I, we touched upon this, you know, last episode, how long can he keep this up? And, you know, one thing that kind of drives me nuts when it comes to, you know, Marvel books is the art changes from issue to issue. And if you're a person, I don't do it this way, but if you're a person who reads the books when they come out in, in, you know, trade, then that would drive me nuts. You're going from one page and, you know, the, you know, the last 15 pages have been, you know, drawn a certain way. And then the next 15 pages are a completely different, you know, artist and, you know, and then the next 15 are completely different. So that would absolutely drive me bonkers. And if, if he's been, you know, you know, if he's sticking with transformers and he's going to stick with it for a long time, then that's fantastic. But if he's only planning on on drawing the book for like ten issues, then you know, okay, good. But you know, don't jump in and jump out and jump in and jump out just because you don't have time because you're also writing the book, right? Um, and then it's it's I I I, f- I feel as though we might have been spoiled with IDW when it was, you know, at the top of its game with, with, uh, you know, more than meets the eye and robots in the skies going because the creative teams stayed the same for years. And we got some really great stuff out of those creative teams, some amazing looking comics and the creative teams never changed. And the books always look the same. So if you were the, you know, picking them up as a trade, it just it from front to back it looked the same and and just i'm i worry about the future of these these books because when you have a, a large name like I'm, I'm reading amazing spider-man right now and 
the main artist on that is John Romita Jr. And he might do the cover. And I'm like, okay, well, here's another John Romita book. Well, no, he didn't do the interiors, you know. And personally, I'm not a huge fan of John Romita Jr., but this is my example. Um, But, okay, so he didn't do the interiors. Okay, well, that's fine. Whoever did it, you know, that's their business. They've got a, you know, this is their issue. Well, next issue is John Romita Jr. Okay, well, now I've got his art in here. Next issue, maybe it is John Romita again. Next issue is not. And that, I just, you know, these are artists at the very top of their game. And they still, they, they can't. They can't put out the monthly the monthly book. Actually, Amazing Spider-Man is bi-monthly, so it's a, it's a bad example. But you get my point. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. you know. It, it, I mean, and we speculated previously about hoping he has a backlog built up, and he says he's been working on this since December. So yeah. I'm hoping that does mean there, you know, a number of issues are already in the can. Although, I mean, with licensed books, you have to go through approvals and stuff, so the process is a little bit slower. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and even IDW, you, the artists, the the regular artists had to take breaks in, you know, in the like you'd get like a four or five issue run or story arc, and then you'd you'd have a fill in artist for like one or two issues just because the it's a grueling pace. I mean, doing a twenty twenty two page comic, it's you know, it, it's I think it, it's you know, it's it's tough to do that on a monthly schedule, uh, you know, just doing the art, and if you're doing the the writing and the art. You, yeah, you're, it's a, that's a, that's a tough pace for one person. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, the fact that they, he's got a, he's got a pretty sizable head start. That's good. But that, that, that heads, he's going to run out of runway eventually. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe he's planning mm-hmm. for like a year, a 12 issue arc or something. And then they have plans for what, what comes after that. But, um, I mean, well, this I mean, is something that I did say before is that, image and yeah skybound is not exactly image but image does have a tendency to go 12 issues and then quit mm-hmm. right so you know it might be something that they're they're, they're looking to do yeah and, and we will know a lot more at after san diego comic-con because this is going to be pretty big there they're going to have a big panel he said he's going to be there so i'd imagine you know, there's going to be a lot more details coming out. Yep. At, at San Diego, I'm still excited. I'm still looking forward to what the the book looks like and what's the the story they're going to tell. Um, but like I said, I I think we might have been spoiled for the last little while on Transformers, and and because the creative teams stayed the same, and I I want that back. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I I hope if this is successful, maybe we can get multiple Transformers books running concurrently, like we were in the at the height of the IDW days. Like, yeah. you know, if we if we got like maybe uh you know Transformers Autobots, Transformers Decepticons, or something like that. I don't know. You know. Oh, I have no doubt that we're going to be buying. GI Joe books because there'll be transformer story intertwined with it. Oh yeah. I mean, that's that. Yeah. That's energon universe stuff. But I mean, just even that, like we've, we've got, yeah. So we, we've, we're already on the hook for void rivals, transformers and GI um, Duke and Cobra. 
and then probably Duke and Cobra. Those are limited series, which will lead into GI Joe. So mm-hmm. that's already on the in the pipeline for the next year. But then beyond that, maybe multiple just Transformers books that are in this universe. Like there's a or maybe a maybe come back with spotlights. Maybe there's a like Transformers. Uh, Transformer special missions or something. I don't know. <laughs> whatever, whatever. You know, um, we'll see. I mean, I would, I would love, I would love for that. I think probably this is going to be dependent on sales uh, on how popular these books are. Maybe uh, Robert Kirkman's uh, in- Skybound imprint and his name will will push this the same way that uh, you know, Void Rivals got a big push as well. So we've already got like second printing of this first issue. Yeah. Um, that's based solely off the hype, but yeah, you know, higher numbers than the IDW books had in probably ever. Ever, <laughs> yeah. I think you know. I think we're we're estimating over a hundred thousand. Yeah, which for comics these days, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, th- these are the numbers that that uh, um, Dreamwave pulled in in their first run of Transformers comics, and they they shot to the top of the charts back in. 2002 so yeah these numbers are the numbers are crazy so i i I mean it's not i don't know if it's going to be sustainable and 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 keep going that way but we'll see uh last just last one point i wanted to mention because they because uh daniel warren johnson did talk about his colorist so i guess it He's he's collaborated with him before, so it's Mike Spicer is the colorist on the Transformers comics. So, um, uh, and you can check him out on he's all over our social media. So uh, there's the tw- there's his Twitter. He's also on Instagram and Facebook and everywhere else. So, Jeremy, click on that picture that uh, Daniel Warren Johnson uh, tweeted out there. Which one? This one? Yeah, that's. Click on that. Make it bigger. Embiggen. Embiggen. Yeah. Oh, who we got there? That looks like uh Is that the look, Magic Square? Yeah, that's the Magic Square. Yeah, that's that one. Uh the that's Star Scream. I think the Star Scream is the uh uh I I don't have the newest uh, uh masterpiece one. So I'm wondering if well, that's I don't uh, see a faction symbol. Oh wait, no, yeah, there there's one hidden under there. Yeah. And then that's Masterpiece Megatron. The uh a little sound wave. The MP44 behind them. Uh, the other one. I think that's the other one. Yeah, and then over here's a um, Thundercracker. It looks like. Yeah. Neat. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's all our comics news. So let's move on to some media news. So we're going to start off with the official Transformers The Movie Lobby card. Uh, And this is Hot Rod by Matt Ferguson. So once again, we're back at More Art Gallery uh, and their Instagram page, which has shared images about the uh, new Transformers The Movie Lobby card. And uh, this is hand-numbered, limited to 186. Uh, and uh, it is going to be sold for uh, 
$25 approximately US and $19.99 pounds. And it is sized that uh, on an A3 paper, which um, is approximately 12 by 16. Uh, they're going to be uh, available on May or sorry, June the 26th, which is today. Um, so by the time you're hearing this, it is, uh, well, five days ago and, uh, you can check them out on, uh, the Moore art gallery homepage. Uh, so take a look at that. It's, it's a pretty good paint job. Um, yeah. Can you describe the picture? Yeah. It's a hot yeah. rod and from the uh, 86 movie sitting there at the pond with, uh, Daniel with the fishing rod. Fish are jumping today, huh, Dano? I guess so. Hey, what's the matter? Uh, I don't know, Hot Rod. Guess I just missed my dad. <laughs> you you missed that. Come on, you can tell me. Oh. You missed a line. I, sorry. Turn in your card. <laughs> Uh, anyway, next up, we have got officially licensed G1 Autobots poster by Rich Pellegrino. This was the one that was shown on the uh, live stream on uh, Tuesday. This is also going to be uh, sold at the Moore Art Gallery. And uh, this is the um, the Autobots poster. It's got a cartoon variant for £39.99. Uh, again, it is hand numbered to 75. And this is, um, uh, it's being uh, sold on or being printed on archival grade paper, uh, 300 GSM. It is uh, 18 by 24. Uh, there is a Transformers Autobot poster toy variant, and it is for 44.99 pounds. And it is hand numbered to 50 prints. Again, it's the same size and the same paper. And then there is a Autobots poster and hand-painted marquee, or sorry, remark. Uh, and that is for 100 pounds. And these are hand-numbered to 15 prints. And uh, each one of these is remarked at the bottom right corner um, and painted and signed by uh, Rich Pellegrino. And, uh, well, they all come with uh, free shipping. So there you go. They look pretty good. And lastly, we have got um, Transformers Season 1 Earthspark Part 1. Uh, and it's uh, on DVD, and it has been found at U.S. retail. So if you're looking for it, uh, check. Uh, looks like this is a Walmart. Check your Walmarts. And uh, it is also available on Amazon. And it uh, was found in a Walmart in Tennessee for twelve ninety six. So it's not Blu-ray, it's DVD. All right, next up, uh, Earthspark. Uh, we were surprised with an Earthspark video game announcement. This is called Transformers Earthspark Expedition by Outright Games. And pre-orders are live. It is for Xbox, PlayStation, both PS5 and PS4, as well as Nintendo Switch. And um, 
this is going to retail for $39.99. And uh, we have some official images here. I mean, I think it matches the TV show style pretty well. Um, get back. There we go. So you're, you're playing as Bumblebee. And, you know, it looks like fighting just generic Decepticons. Uh I think this is more for younger fans, not, you know, hardcore gamers. But I, I was not expecting uh Nerf Spark video game. Uh and also yeah. it, it's gonna be available on PC as well. So Yeah, look at like I don't know if you got a chance to see the trailer. I looked at the trailer and what is I don't know, I don't like the choice of only Bumblebee. I mean, at least the trailer seems to imply that Bumblebee is the only character you're playing as. And it's kind of weird to me since Earthspark, the the emphasis on the Earthspark show was not really on fighting that much, but <laughs> this is all Bumblebee just, yeah, fighting a lot of generic cons. So like, where's all the other characters from Earthspark? <laughs> right. I mean, that, that's one of the things. Earthspark has so many characters in it. Yeah. And- not even sure if there's going to be human interaction or, you know, introduce the Terrans. You know, are they yeah. going to be involved? Cut scenes. All about the cut scenes. Yeah. I mean, it looks like Mandroid appears to be the villain here. Like, they, I saw him in the background, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're not... <laughs> you don't see You don't see Twitch or Thrash anywhere <laughs> in this trailer. Not even Optimus Prime or Megatron, so I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. But, you know, it, interesting to see the game, and hopefully um, we'll have more information, and I don't know, maybe this will be a nice another crossover with Dr. Pants. We can stream some of the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we have another co- uh, collaboration. This is from Gravistar... And Transformers, Rise of the Beast, Gravistar are uh, described here as futuristic sci-fi chargers, speakers, earbuds, and other accessories. So uh, they are these unique little shapes. They're all they're painted up to be Transformer-like, uh, and there's uh, this is a promotional campaign where um, two winners will receive one of the limited edition alpha 65 fast chargers. So to enter, you have to follow at Gravisar on Instagram, like, and share their Instagram post. Uh, and then on the Instagram post, I think you need to leave a comment, Optimus prime or Bumblebee, and then tag two friends and the giveaway ends. Oh, in the um, June 30th. So you have hours to, <laughs> left to enter this game. So these chargers are have two USB-C ports and one USB-A port, which is the classic USB style. And they have various plug options for the different types of, of power outlets across the world. So essentially, if, if you're like used to like the Anchor chargers, this looks like it's a competitor to Anchor. So, uh, you know, we're always in need of extra chargers, but these are probably going to be a lot more expensive because they're Transformers branded. 
And uh, finally, we have information about a steelbook release for the Transformers Rise of the Beasts uh, you know, home release. Uh, this is going to be the steelbook release with Dolby Atmos sound. Um, it has that graffiti-style poster of Optimus Prime. And it, it'll be $34.95. And this is, uh, the steelbook is uh, 4K UHD. Uh, you can also get other versions that are not the steelbook. Standard DVD. Blu-ray plus digital, 4K UHD plus digital, or just online streaming. But this is this does not look like it, it comes with a digital copy. So in exchange for that, you're getting a metal case that won't line up with any of your other physical media. But, you know, it's a great-looking case. So. Uh if I didn't mention the prices, it'll be thirty four ninety five. So that's all I got here. Yeah, the one uh, poster no one ever saw in the theater. They all they had all the Optimus Primal posters, no Optimus Prime posters anywhere. Yep. All right, uh, we got one uh, little thing in transforming pop culture. Well, I just threw this thing in here because I remembered it. And I just watched the show FUBAR on Netflix. And it is the new Arnold Schwarzenegger show. It's passable. Uh, It's, I mean, it's fun. It's kind of like True Lies. If you remember his movie True Lies, it's kind of like that. But it's now a show. Um, And they show some Transformers in uh, the show because there's a character in it that's a huge nerd and how do you show a huge nerd in a tv show you give them a house full of action figures and so there must have been a partnership with hasbro because you can see on the screen here the uh the arc is featured very prominently uh, a couple times during the season so uh yeah it's uh it's pretty cool so i mean it's it's definitely uh it's definitely used for comedic purposes uh at one point so if you want to take a look at the show fine it's 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 watchable and it's kind of fun um but uh the transformers figures definitely make an appearance a couple of times these uh, screenshots are from uh are from ben yee's website right yeah yeah cool and yeah, when you started talking i remember he had posted about it well, that's cool I, i've been Meaning to check that out, but since you say it kind of resembles True Lies, I'm definitely going to check that out because that's like that's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that will do it for this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. As always, at the end of every episode, we give a shout out to our masterpiece donatrons. These are the folks who continue to support the podcast at our highest level on Patreon. And we really appreciate that. So that's why we give them a mention in every episode. So thank you once again to John 4 x good and Demon Tech 82. We really appreciate your support. Thanks for hanging out with us on that live stream last week. And we'll have to do it again very soon. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks again for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. 
Bye-bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Transmissions.